episode 83 of the Michael Anthony show. Uh, you're joined Three. with sorry, you're joined with co-host uh, Pat Martin. Michael, how are you? The sinking sand of despair. The smell of dread in the air. I'm head to toe in my own fear. I'm going to die and I need to cry. Ah. Um, so he, he says he's too disillusioned with the current society going on to host his uh, show this week. So obviously. So Michael, what has you so disillusioned, or what is it? What is it that has you? Um, Michael, no, it's real embarrassing. In this predicament, huh? what has you in this predicament that you can't host the show? Is a it's not that you can't host okay. the show. And by the way, your little <laughs> soliloquy there is fucking deplorable. Um, I don't. If you just speak into the mic, there, please, Michael. I don't really. I don't believe in the society in which we live anymore, in, a, in quite a serious way. And what is it? It's not really a joke. Like, I I said all this shit for years about what would occur if we continue to adopt the philosophies and live the life we live. But no one really has a personality anymore. Everyone's dead inside. And it's not their fault. These people have been groomed into a generation of not being able to think and to have an opinion that is motivated by nothing but external gratification via the means of, I'm not even going to call it social media anymore, I'm just going to call it the new world. Because that's what the new world is. The new world exists online. And it is the world. It's replaced the the physical world now fully. Uh, COVID did it no favours, of course, by by making people exist in it deliberately. And with what has occurred in the past 120 hours, roughly, regarding the death of George Floyd. God bless him. We have seen our society, I wouldn't say at its worst, I'd say end. I'd say end. I'd say that could be it. I think this will take a huge recovery and I think we need to find a middle ground of politics. I never thought I'd fight physically. I never thought I'd go to war. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I used to think things like countries don't exist and politics is just a false ideology spouted out by the elite in order to regain power and manipulate the masses to solidify their power. But I think it's much deeper than that. I think there's an ideology that people uh, do die for and do kill for. Okay. And I think I've got to that point. I think that the far right are fools, um, religious believing, racist yeah, homophobic, misogynistic, traditionalistic psychopaths who support people like Donald Trump, who I wouldn't say is an evil man. I just think is completely um, is stupid. An I idiot, think he's just yeah. a symbol of capitalism, and I don't think he has any sort of intellectual thought. But I don't think it's really his fault. I think he got to the position of power due to the mechanisms we create, which enables people like him to rise to the top of society, yeah. which is something we see in every walk of life. I don't think he's Hitler. I don't think he's Stalin. But I think he is an absolute fool and makes absolutely no sense, which we all knew he didn't. But he doesn't make any less sense than the extreme left that now exist in our society that are the reason why 
there's girls who don't know who Malcolm X was no. sharing black squares in order to proclaim that Black Lives Matter who are protesting on the streets of Dublin when they've I never even part. met they've never even met a black person. No. They're walking down the streets of, of Dublin, a city, and people can come in with their sob stories all they want. Now, not known for um, racism towards no, those of, of, of black descent. And they're marching over the sleeping bags of, of homeless people their same age who sleep on the city streets every night, possibly whilst holding their dollard and co pizza slice and their four fifty coffee. If you look at the overall the overall figures of the money spent during these protests and you include the coffees, the new phone screen you probably got to make sure you could get the best picture possible of your activity. The Doc Martens you wore that day in order to ensure yeah. that your identity is uh, very evident via the shoe. Very evident via the thing you wear in order to avoid cuts and bruises on the foot. Things that were invented hundreds of years ago to uh, really keep the, the foot bone as healthy as, as it could be. Look at the fake eyelashes you wore. Look at the crop top you possibly wore. If you look at all the money spent, if, if that just did not happen and people didn't falsely march in order to give champagne sympathy towards black people, they know nothing about because no, race is a myth. Not. You have as much in common with both the white man and the black man who were involved in, in George Floyd's tragic death. You were as linked to the cop as you are to George Floyd. Neither are you. Because race is a myth. White doesn't exist and black doesn't exist. Humans exist. Race was a myth made up by scientists in the 1800s to ensure the survival of racial hierarchy and social hierarchy and social inferiority that, that shouldn't be there. There is no such thing as a white man. There's no such thing as a black man. It's human beings. Race is a myth. To us or to everyone? Like, in, in reality, it's a myth. Yeah, you have as much in common with a man from Finland who's also white and looks like he's from Knockline yeah. as you do with a black man on the streets of Harlem in New York City. You're linked to You're neither. neither. You, yeah. you are not part of the white oppression of black people. Yeah. As much as you want to claim to be because it gives you some sort of intellectual and social currency to show your sympathy, you're not linked. You owe nothing to the black or white community in America. You owe something to the people on the streets of Dublin. Yeah. That's what it is. You're nothing got to do with it. It's patronizing. And all these black people who are Irish, who were raised in Ireland, aren't linked to George Floyd either. Just like George Floyd isn't linked to the people on Pierce Street or the people on Sherrill Street who end up in Mountjoy Prison. Like all the prisoners in Ireland and England who are from working class communities who seek a life of violence and crime to make up for the economic and family deprivation they were subject to from a ridiculous capitalistic system that doesn't allow for the fair distribution of wealth and income. That's all it is. It's not a black problem. It's a poor problem. It's a wealth Social. problem. George Floyd is part of the black community which does murder more people per capita. Some say as much as eight times more really? than white people. But because where he's from, not because yeah, he's not black. Not because of skin color, because yeah. of social problem. Like the way the people in North Inner City Dublin are more likely to be involved in serious crime than those people from Dalkey. There's more because we set them that. up to live in a life of crime. People from Dalkey's kids go to a private school, do a leaving cert, but they have a better standard of education because Billy wasn't hungry that morning. He didn't wake up to his old man beating the shit out of his L1 and then go in and go, do you know what I'm going to do to make sure not only I can't learn but the other kids? I'm going to throw something across the classroom, express racism I don't mean, and be violent because I'm that fucking trouble. unhappy and the world owes me something. So what do people do when the world owes them when they cause trouble? And that's what Billy does. Because his sister 
his ribs were showing that morning when he woke up. So the other person in the classroom, not just Billy, doesn't get a fair education of someone who went to Black Rock or Belvedere. Just naturally, they don't. So then the people from Black Rock or Belvedere, whose dads are already in the accountancy and finance firms, with the aid of their grinds, go into UCD, score pretty mediocrity in their exams, and then go in and join the white-collar corrupt regime of the Irish financial sector and ensure that the wealth stays in there regardless of merit and that the people at the bottom of society stay there and are vilified and we throw them in prison and make sure they just re-offend and make sure that their sons follow them in in 20 years. It's nothing got to do with skin colour. It's got to do with the fact that black people are the people who created the American economy, which is basically the English economy that took over fucking Native American land, and they were forced to work, forced labor, and the slaves were eventually freed. But you don't just get freed from a slave and become a lawyer. You go into shit jobs. You become minders. You become bus drivers, bag packers, cleaners, janitors, and you never escape that, and you become the working class of that country. And that's what black people are. So the police brutality aspect... I'm not going to say it's overrated, but police are always going to be more involved in the lives of and more sceptical of those who are in the working class communities because they commit more crimes. And that's a They do commit more crimes, but it's not their fault they commit more crimes. They commit more crimes because that's the way we've set the world up. So why are you standing outside shops? Why are you fucking being violent? Why are Jedward on the back of fucking cars? Literal Jedward are getting lauded for holding up Black Lives Matter signs in LA and every influencer under the sun who doesn't know anything about black history is coming out posting black squares like the fucking moron they are even though they're the problem maybe the reason the world's so fucked is because everything's so insincere and patronizing and people are putting their feet in topics they know nothing about do you not realize how offensive you're being you patronizing cunts and that's what I will say to anybody who is an influencer or anyone who takes pictures of food or anyone who drinks white claw fucking gin or whatever it's fucking called, and has an Instagram and thinks they're influencing society by hanging on to the coattails of serious political problems and serious social problems. We are going to war. (laughs) I ain't joking. We are hitting the streets soon. That's the only way we can do it. These people are trying to be the next shake of ours. They're trying to be the original IRA, the 20s, who oppressed British rule in West Cork because they were seeing a capitalistic fucking problem in which yeah. landowners were keeping the money to themselves and other people in a post-famine Ireland were going hungry. That's why the treaty was one of the biggest disgraces in the history of Ireland. Britain didn't leave Ireland. Britain made Irish people British. And the pro-treaty brigade were manipulated into thinking they'd succeed and therefore accepted it. And then a civil war broke out, and when that happens, it's just so fucking tragic that it's always going to be accepted. And then we fought for years, but eventually people like Jerry Adams and Martin McGuinness becoming celebrities because Bill Clinton knew their name, so they know why they're looking for peace then, because humans only give a fuck about themselves. They don't care about other people. The minute Bill Clinton comes over, he's like, Jerry, he's like, oh, put down <laughs> your guns, put down moment. your fucking yeah. guns, Bill knows my name, Bill knows my name, fuck it. And that's the way it is. But... The problem is that both sides are so wrong. Yeah, so who are you so going there's to war this against? Middle, we're going to war against people who are stopping the progression of our society by making it a social Naturally, media issue. Yeah. They're giving the right something to actually defend themselves about. If you want the right-wing, traditional, religious-abiding, capitalistic world to stop, don't give them an argument against you by calling out blatant fucking hypocrisy from cuntbag influencers who in one breath are talking about Black Lives Matter 
a socio-economic problem and in the next breath showing us their new fucking handbag or their new pair of runners. Uh, they don't care about black lives. They yeah. don't care. So no, that's why that. you're slowing down the process. You're the reason why all these people in Texas and Alabama have an argument to give Donald Trump power. And you're the reason that the pro-Brexiters have a fucking argument Blender, to applaud sure, Boris never. Johnson. You're the same people who were criticizing and bullying people about leaving their homes during COVID who are now showing up to mass events. And I know it sounds like a very obvious point to make, but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be spoken of. These same people who are claiming that COVID is a big crisis and everyone who people, doesn't believe in it people. is just not caring about the elderly. And it's just complete bullshit. It suited the influence for COVID to happen. What better? Yeah, what no, better than taking needless pictures and having more people with more time on their hands to look at it and observe you and like it and copy you and get the pink chain and care about Connell's chain? Yeah. Yeah. There should be a revolt against the concept of social influence. It's more important. And I know it seems like it's more minor because black people are dying and there's a really cold, old-fashioned Republican narrative that fights against it, but we're all wasting our time because we're elongating the issue if we're applauding these fucking morons having an opinion. Here's the first revolt. Every social influencer to close down their fucking account. We fight now. That's what we should smash shit up over. That's what we should be smashing shit up over because we will be talking about in 20 years the damage these people actually caused to the intellect and the mental stability of the youth in our society. And do you think you have support? I can't look at many people I used to know or know now who don't care I don't know. About the George no, Floyd situation, who are posting black pictures. There's yeah. females out there who don't know what a Republican or a Democrat is. They don't know the two parties exist. They just know Trump, bad guy, <laughs> was on Apprentice, has foam hair. And now they're posting Black Lives Matter things because it makes them fit in online. And two weeks ago, they were posting pictures of nurses without having any opinion on the coronavirus or what it might be or what the dangers are about it. They'll forget they about black things soon. It will move on to something else. And it's patronizing. Posting black people's music is the funniest thing I've these seen. people and getting violent and having a problem with the fact that the police might have to be called in to use rubber bullets. Of course you do. Of course you do. You can't smash up shops. Can't have anarchy. You, can't, you, you just can't have anarchy. Sorry. Whether it's a Democrat in charge or whether it's a Republican, you can't yeah. do that. You cannot do it. And of course Trump's the biggest moron in the world. But if you think that by hitting the streets and causing violence, getting filmed punching people in the head and kicking them in the head while they're on the ground and literally mirroring and copying the actions of every right-wing extremist that you've criticized over the last 50 years is going to do anything other than guarantee that Donald Trump gets another four years. Do you think you he will? Under- they don't care. They don't care if he does. They nearly want them to yeah. because that gives them more of an option to complain. What are they going to do with Joe Biden sitting there? What were these influencers doing when Obama was sitting there? They didn't have a political opinion. That was well, terrible were, for them. Yeah, I don't know. Terrible yeah. Because everyone has an automatic need to complain. Humans love to complain. We love to complain about everything. As creatures, we naturally complain. Tigers complain about being hungry. Yeah. Elephants are fucking starving. We we are conditioned to worry. Worry is what motivates us. Worry is what makes us do things. It's what makes us store, hunt and gather. Yeah. So humans naturally are going to be critical of whoever's in charge because it's not a natural thing for one to human to call the shots be, in yeah, the world yeah. and to be all powerful. But because it was Obama, they kind of had to go quiet. And they were, they were miserable. <laughs> they were miserable. All these 
pseudo left influencers and pseudo left young females and young men who don't care about politics just had nothing to complain about so they just put it into things like homosexuality yeah. and feminism and things like that of course which feminism is an unbelievably and important issue but it's been undermined by this whole thing you know people are getting competitive Emily Radikowski was calling out people for suddenly speaking up on social media who had said nothing for the last so five she's years she's, no, she's annoyed now. Well, they'll have to move on to something they don't care about the actual topic at hand they care about the possessiveness of it. They want to be the pseudo-martyr. They don't want anyone else involved. Well, that's These ridiculous. people don't actually care. It's the same thing with football now. Football fandom is actually gone. It's an unfashionable view to know, to factually know, that Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer has done the worst Manchester United job since Dave Sexton. Yeah, Dave it's not very liberal to think that. Yeah. No, it's, it's worse it than David Moyes. You're not allowed to say it because Manchester United has now become the liberal club. Manchester United... We scream liberalness now. We have black players who are dominant who instantly point to racism when, of course, they have valid points and they are black role models in society and want to make sure that unequal treatment of black people stops. But it's something that is used to mask over the fact that they're underperforming for a football club. I saw an interview with Sir Alec Ferguson just yesterday that made me very, very emotional. And it was after we beat Man City 4-3 in September 2009 with a pass from Ryan Giggs to Michael Owen. Those names, Giggs to Owen, mm. that, they're the type of names I was hearing in the back of cars when I was three. They're the type of names I was hearing in 1997 yeah. in the back of motors. And Fergie was so good at what he did as a manager, as a boss, as a leader, that it didn't matter who was wearing the red shirt. All that mattered was that these people were motivated and psychologically addicted to winning. So Giggs passed the ball to Owen and the noisy neighbours didn't get their way. We just won three leagues in a row. And in the interview after the game, they asked Fergie, it must be great with all the media hype recently about getting one over City because they're a new threat. And that's when he goes on top with the noisy neighbours. What he does say is, Man City beat us twice two years ago and we still won the league. They beat us two seasons ago we won the league. And what Ferguson was emphasising is the only thing we care about is winning the league. Yeah. That's the only thing we're in this for. We win the football league. And that was the attitude and that was his element of control. And that's why he wrote down the name of one player he thought was going to let him down that season. It wouldn't tell the team, but he'd let them know, I have an envelope here yeah. and there's one guy in this envelope that I think is going to let me down this season and isn't motivated. And normally the end of the season would let you know who that was when he eventually let them go. Paul Ince or someone like that. But he believed in control. It was his way of doing it. But now the world's gone so crazy and so left that people like Oli Solskjaer, Mikel Arteta and Frank Lampard, who, who are never going to be totalitarians, which is something that sports needs. It need. does need, In yeah. 1948, when Ireland won the Grand Slam, the players were getting hit. Yeah. Players used to be getting whipped. Sport is a branch Actually, off military. Right. We have a natural need for conflict. Sport is just a more controlled version of war. It's winning and losing. You need militant leaders. Mm. And because we're losing that in sport is the reason we claim to be more peaceful than we've ever been, even though there's more hate in the world than there has ever been because we have everyday morons getting involved in political hate who know nothing about it. There's people who hate Trump now who if it was in the 1970s, because there wouldn't be social media and because they're so intellectually fucking dormant and have no natural interest, would just not care. Just and not they shouldn't exists, care not because you don't exists. have... You don't have the brain capacity to be involved in change. Mm. So you can't just share a black square and add yourself to the numbers in order to make it seem like you do. You can't. You have to be, in some way, able to stand behind your ideology with an opinion. But that's the reason why Liverpool and City work now. I'm not worried about the possibility of Liverpool becoming dominant for 10 years. But the only reason I think they're dominant now and why Man City are dominant now is because there's two managers who learnt their trade in the old ways the Johan Cruyff, the fucking Saki, 
the Brian Clough, yeah. the Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho, by the way, whose legacy is now being ruined. I've no bother with the fact that Jose Mourinho clearly doesn't have the abilities he used to have. He doesn't have the abilities he used to have because he believes in conflict. As Guillaume Balaguer told me in that conversation, for the hardcore MA fans mm. who are now at this point nearly 83, you know, he used to tell, when he arrived at a dinner party, he told John Terry, Lampard said this about you. He then told uh, Lampard, Terry said this about you, about their yeah. ability, and they get in a row at the dinner party. Mourinho sits there with his wife and laughs. He believes in conflict. He believes in control. It's a way of motivating people. Look at the reporter. Look at he did it at Inter but now he's not allowed to say anything so we just need these figureheads of clubs like Solskjaer like Arteta like Lampard who will take absolutely any type of disrespect really and have their authority not just disrespected but just not recognised just so they can have their job and take their paycheck because that's the new in vogue form of leadership Ferguson wouldn't work now no, Ferguson probably elongated the process of the old way. Maybe, probably yeah. elongated its existence. But Mourinho's finished not because he's got worse. He's finished because it's no longer acceptable to let these people know that you owe it to the fans who made you rich to show up and win. You owe that. But now social media has done the job for the players. It's brainwashed us into not being able to judge them. You're allowed to be inconsistent, as I say all the time. Paul Pogba, from the ages of 23 to 27, the most important years in a footballer's yeah. career, hasn't played. No. He's done absolutely nothing. Thing. He has literally, bar for the World Cup in France, for United, he may as well have not been at the club. Yeah, yeah. But people are still excited to see him next season. And Solskjaer, who has 45 points, isn't getting sacked. And Harry Maguire, who's been shocking. And Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who's been shocking, according to Manchester United standards, and isn't capped, are heroes and symbols of hope. The reason City and Liverpool work is because Klopp and Guardiola saw the old way. They knew that it was all about control and being able to manipulate players psychologically to fucking die for you. Yeah. Those Liverpool players would die for that German and those City <laughs> players would do anything for Guardiola yeah, they would. but they weren't in the old way long enough to not be able to change they were only saw three or four years of it so by the time it came to this new liberal approach they were able to manipulate players into oh smile I don't mind if you drive your yellow Bentley and I'll pretend it's all good but I still have you by the bollocks they had enough mobility in their management due to the fact that they hadn't seen enough of but people like the Wengers Mourinho's and Ferguson's they had no option to change but that's why the sport's actually more or less dying in front of our eyes yeah. is because that competitiveness want to win and that discipline by the players it's it's no longer there they don't care anymore because Marcus Rashford gets as much of a buzz about speaking up on racial issues as he does about putting the ball in the back of the net. And it's not a bad thing. But what I'm saying is it's not the way to solve it. How do people think it is working? Ever since this social media habit of everybody verbalizing their political views to lean left has occurred, we have seen a democratic Western world become extremely traditionalist once again. More We have seen power shift from Democrats to Republicans more than we've ever yeah. seen. It's clearly having a negative effect, and that just shows you how little these people actually care about what they're talking about and how much they just care about seeming like they care. Yeah. And that's what's great in modern world, seeming like you care. That's the brilliance of it. People film themselves handing money to homeless people. Do they do that? That's yeah. the thing. Do they? There's people, Irish people, on YouTube, on Twitter, who will go up to a homeless person, hand them a sausage roll, a cup of tea, and then look into a camera and give a rant about how that's a beneficial thing to do. That's mentally What Ill, they man. should do is yeah. prepare for war. Because <laughs> they're the first ones who will be going to. Yeah. And other people who tag celebrities in things about their own mental health or about like uh, someone they knew who recently passed away of cancer and 
give a little tribute about it and like tag load of celebrities underneath it. People claiming people's debts. This is what's going on. And I know there's so many of you out there, surely, surely, who value true human empathy, yeah. emotion and feeling above being part of this social media conveyor belt of nothingness absolute nothingness because surely you're not getting happy about it it doesn't feel that good does it when you do your 5k that's why there's such an issue with these things like the running fair play to you yeah, get your run running yeah, I'd love running. to see your shape no I'd love a skinny waist yeah. Yeah, yeah. deep down I know oh, we love joking about it, but give me a skinny waist you offer me yeah. tomorrow I can get that size 36 is it even that down to a 30 I'd say absolutely what give do me I a, do yeah. of course yeah, I would yeah, I'd yeah. go under anaesthetic for that shit yeah. but <laughs> the problem is that are you doing it for the right reasons? No one is. No one's doing anything for the right reasons anymore. And when people aren't doing things for the right reasons, the volcano eventually erupts. How far? And the volcano will erupt. It will take everything from us. It has taken music. It will take yeah. sport. It's now taken political debate. Because the minute you don't say Black Lives Matter and the minute you don't put up the square, it's encouraged to call you a racist now. Mm. And celebs who have always followed political trends amongst society in order to guarantee more hits for their movie and Money. to guarantee more idolization because fame is addictive if you become somebody it's not just money it's the fact that if you become famous from acting in movies you become revered you never want to lose that yeah. praise fucks up in a man's head look what it even did to the communist leaders back in the day the minute you start getting praised unless you have a proper set of cojones on you and a proper mind you will lose it so these celebs absolutely no bother if my fans are doing this I'm gonna throw that up yeah. why the fuck would I risk anything else never why would I I love it doesn't make a difference to me no. black or if I'm black or white it doesn't make shit difference I'm sitting here my matches where it's six million yeah fuck it throw the black square yeah. up look at that praise look at the hits of my next album brilliant absolutely brilliant so it doesn't matter it's modern day McCarthyism it's yeah. modern day McCarthyism scared because what happened back then was you were accused of being a communist even though you weren't a commie you were just saying okay i amn't a communist i understand that communism breeds sinister behavior and the delusion of the leader's mind and these really evil actions as we have seen time and time again but i do think that capitalism will breed problems in social inequality and the distribution of wealth which will cause problems down the line. No, you fucking commie. Yeah. You fucking communist. You are fucking black booked. Senator Joe McCarthy was yeah. fucking ticking them all <laughs> off. Owen Jones and these other people doing it for you now. Yeah. That's the way it was. And they weren't talking about the actual issue. You weren't actually given any time to talk about it. I'm nothing got to do with Donald Trump. I think he's a bigger fucking moron yeah, no, than anyone is. Donald Trump would actually get on much better with a lot of the people who claim to hate him than he would with me. I think he's a fucking scumbag. I think the way he's probably touched women and like stared at them giving them oral sex over the years <laughs> is just completely disturbing. I think he is completely shallow yeah. and I think he loves trends and I think he loves social media like a lot of these people does, do. Definitely. I'm more different to him than any of you who are claiming that I'm not being pro-black right now are. Oh, I'm being more pro-black than anyone is. You don't seem to understand it if you think otherwise you're not understanding the point here let me sit down no, you're like saying we have many times on no this difference. show by the way on the numerous times with black gentlemen we love you and black gentlemen yeah. what sorry <laughs> numerous times we start and, and they completely understand this you can't just accuse every single black person 
of liking what you're doing for them because there's 15 and 16 year olds making up stories about schoolyard racism that never affected them until now. That's the reality. There's a lot of educated black folk out there right now who know what the real problem is, who think this is a complete waste of fucking time and actually playing into the hands of the white narrative that the blacks are violent. It's playing into the narrative. The same thing with homosexuals back in the day in 2015 in Ireland when there were so many sophisticated 65-year-old gay men sitting down there going, guys, we aren't all singing, dancing, and coming on to straight men who uh, quite evidently don't have any interest in it. The only thing a straight man could really do that nearly compares to that is come on to a lesbian which is an unbelievably offensive thing to do if I ever saw a man go to a lesbian and go do you not like a bit of cock do you <laughs> no. No, she's like no please leave me alone lesbian well, what's wrong cock's not going to scare you that would upset me hugely I'd go over I'm not a violent man but I'd probably throw back on the yeah. Adidas Predators and I'd gore him mm. I'd gore him in, into the into the wall yeah. but if a straight man came on to one of my mates you're supposed to accept that yeah you have to well no you don't have equality to equality is equality yeah, I might People. actually just walk into the George and start on the, the biggest guy to deliberately lose a fight soon. Mm. I want to get beaten up by a group of gay men to show that it's still man v man. Because if I got in a fight with a gay man and, and threw a punch, I'd be nearly accused of hitting a woman. So therefore, they're yeah, playing up to that. the stereotype that homosexuals are more feminine yeah. and not as masculine as men, even though of course they are in but every single way. True, but that's yeah. that's the stereotype that they're accused of being. That's yeah. what the old people down in Kerry and the people in Alabama say. You fucking gay theory. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it is. But no, if I went in and hit a gay man, I'd be accused of, of hitting a woman. I want either me or a mate to get his fucking head kicked in by a group of gay men soon. Because straight men are a lot less tough than a lot of gay men. Yeah, quite evidently, yeah. yeah. Good yeah, yeah. findings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that I'm not in the mood to, to host the show. You're saying it's, it's not. It, this is a serious, serious problem. We are living in a a world, a society in which it's not that you're not allowed to have the opposing opinion. There's a whole middle ground of opinions that aren't recognised. You're either a bigot or you're either some fucking moron who's believing and going with every single thing they hear. When in the reality, there should be a middle section of balanced thought where we are against groupthink we are against patronizing fads we're against people aligning themselves to a political ideology for social gain and we are against influencers me and pat here are living in an apartment and we're leaving we're packing the bags and getting out of here tomorrow and i'll tell you fucking why because this influencer knobhead has two doors down and if i see her one more time we could have a sharon tate situation on our hands Have you seen them though? Yeah. Have you have, seen yeah. have you seen yeah, how seen these them. people are operating their lives? Have you seen what they value? Have you yeah. seen the bullshit they're sprouting out there? The people who are posting those black squares, if you sat them down privately and you got right into the inner fucking workings of their brain and you go, I can give you a peach ass that you mm. can use a peach emoji for for at least fucking ten to 15 months without having to squat again and I can give you a flat stomach that means when your crop tops over your ribs are kind of showing with it so is it anorexia is it muscle we don't know but it's sexy I can give you that or I can guarantee you equal opportunities in employment for the black community in the United States I can guarantee you that all of these gym going ice coffee drinking extension wearing Pseudo music liking young women and young men and young men, yeah, would take the physical option and mm. they know it, they know it. 
Listen to my voice. How does it feel when you have these earphones in and you know, you know you've posted <laughs> that thing and you don't care? How does it feel? Does it make you want to take them out? Does it make you feel ashamed that you know what you've done? You know you don't care about George Floyd. That poor man who was murdered on the streets of Minnesota. Does it feel good to use his blood for social gain? No. How does it feel? Now let me talk to them for a Sorry. second because I know they're getting uncomfortable right here. How does it feel? Does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel proud? You know what the problem is? I don't think you give a fuck. You've gone numb. Doesn't matter. You don't care about anything. You're numb. You are numb and recognize that you are numb. Our emotions are gone. They're fucking gone. Yeah, you did. everyone's lost any sort of emotion. Do you think emotion And it's exists? not just COVID. Social media is yeah. the big problem. But before... 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 Before social media, do you think everyone had emotion or is it the people on social media or the people back in the day that didn't have emotion anyway? And then no. they just have a mechanism no, 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 to no. show you're, their You're acting like a lot of these kids didn't grow up. People, of course, used to struggle for depth yeah. and emotion in their teenage years, but they'd find it through embracing pain and through not being able to avoid facing up to the complexities of the human mind with these false little dopamine givers like likes, follows, and yeah, shares. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they couldn't just do that. It's a medication. No, I understand you know, that. You, but, but it's yeah, a medication. Yeah, yeah. So without the medication, they had to learn how to cope. So people would find themselves to be much happier within themselves at around 25, okay. 26 asterisks. They had no choice but to embrace it. They would have had their bad years. But now, now the reality is these people didn't have a chance. There's people TikToking out there now who are nearly already putting up things about Black Lives Mattering. The 13. Yeah, the 13. They don't know the world. They've never seen Oh no, teachers and lecturers now are told in London and in numerous other places in the UK to lean their students towards being anti-Tory. But that's a and disgrace. You're, yeah, but you're ostracising staff rooms. Now, I'd be anti-Tory. Naturally, all the things I believe in would think that that party breeds nothing but corruption and inequality. Yeah. But more important than that is critical thought. Yeah. And that's what the whole purpose of education was originally. And right now, critical thought has never been more suppressed. No, you never, can't never. teach people. Power is all these people public. really want. Power and a sense of inclusion. As opposed to being mature, learning from mistakes, and learning what public brainwashing does. We can't just sit back and go, this is fascinating. Let's support the right things, and let's do it for the right reasons. Why do you think that your black square matters? I want to talk to you again, listener. So yeah. answer in your own head. I'll give you a little time to answer. Why do you think your black square matters? You think it shows solidarity? Oh, yeah. You think there's people in Alabama going, oh, that's brilliant. Well, Anthony McNamara has put up a black square there in uh, Klonsky. We're fine. It's not solidarity. Shut up. No one cares. The only people seeing it are other Dublin people. You're making no difference. And you know you're not. You're doing it to fit in. That doesn't mean don't believe in it. That doesn't mean don't do your best to put a fire extinguisher over any fire of inequality you, you see, see walking down the street. Mm. But give a tenner to a homeless man. Next time your mate sends you a WhatsApp video of him and your other mate spit-roasting a young female on their holiday in Greece, maybe don't be their friend anymore. As opposed to being their friend, turning a blind eye, and sharing the black thing and pretending you're this social fucking warrior. You aren't. You're a hypocrite. You get pissed. You seek non-consensual sex. You support the drug industry by buying Class A drugs weekend in, weekend out, which is leading to 14-year-olds in all parts of North Inner City Dublin being deliberately employed with no choice 
and set up for a life of crime which they can never escape due to that drug industry. People who at the age of 13 have been given their first bit of heroin or been told to drop their first bag and the minute they want out, there's already things on them. The guards already have their name. They have no future. And the reason they have no future is because you're supporting that by buying the cocaine. You buy the cocaine, you have the spit roast, and you share the black love heart. War. <laughs> you they're, are also going to be part of the war. We are coming for you. But they're the Black Lives Matter and the Black Post, they're, they're also racist in their day-to-day life. They'd cross the road if they saw three black people in Ireland. They also wouldn't be friends with black people. I don't, know. I don't know if that's okay. true. I don't think For I some, it definitely is. Yeah, there's definitely cases of people I've seen who would yeah, say... Accidentally I racist, I actually really like the fucking uh, tube when I was in London. There's yeah. loads of black people on it. Yeah, yeah no, the course. Are but they... I think that's very obvious. Yeah, fair enough. But I don't yeah. think you can say we're at a stage now in Ireland. I don't think people actually would at all be bothered by the presence of black people. If they were, no, they'd they just want to get therapy. Yeah. They wouldn't be bothered by the presence of black people, but they wouldn't tra- treat them the same in their own heads as they would white people so kind of overly conscious about racism automatically which in its way is inherently racist yeah. to be paranoid about coming across as racist is racism do you know what I mean why do these black people deserve a life of patronisation because don't. 300 years ago their ancestors were slaves and why should the likes of me and you have to treat these people differently and, be, no, we and don't. not treat them as the equals same. because 300 years ago not my ancestors fucking weirdos in Alabama were yeah. making them slaves it's complete bullshit kill Kill the notion of race is how we end racism. Yeah. Not amplifying it day in, day out to elongate its existence because really it makes you feel inferior, doesn't it? It must feel good to patronise people when you put up that black thing because it's a symbol of superiority. Someone's kind of doing worse way, than yeah. I am. Yeah. So, and it's not cynical. You're supporting it's actually people where these people's of, yeah. brain is and it's where their actions are coming from. Yeah. Well, like, how do you support uh, the level of riots going on of black people in America is disgusting as well. You also have to realise that by not being overcritical of the riots, you're focusing your energy in the wrong place. If the Dublin riots happen tomorrow due to a, a social injustice, it would be people from most of the socially deprived flats who'd be on the streets thrashing stores. It wouldn't yeah. be anyone who's had the luxury of a stable family or an education. It would be people who were inherently violent due to what they saw growing up, which isn't their fault, but which is the fault of Social. the capitalistic yeah. regime. We wouldn't be encouraging it. We'd, we'd feel sympathy. We'd feel sorry for them. So the police, in a way, do have to come in because we haven't recognised the problems that are making these looters actually loot, which is, as I've touched on numerous times, lack of opportunity. So right now, if it does continue, there will have to be violence in order to regain control. But the reality is we should be pushing it towards the distribution of wealth the next time you want to follow your dad into his finance company that he knew you were going into from the age of eight because you went to a private school in which kids in your class weren't deliberately messy and causing trouble because you saw your sister's ribs that morning because daddy came Mm. home drunk again and that you had the benefits of grinds and the luxury of motivation and chats about the leaving certain study techniques and there was only 20 in your class and not 50 and it was single gender so you didn't have the distraction of young females and you just instead went to the bathroom and masturbated over that very average looking teacher from Louth Um, next time you do that and then you go to university and get in your graduation pictures and celebrate your privilege everyone talks about this word privilege white privilege it's a social privilege it's a class privilege and the next time you want to follow it in because your dad rang his old fucking golf mate and got you in you're sitting at your desk and then you decide to share the uh, Black Lives Matter thing even though there's guys who were every bit as capable as you and even achieved academically who just ended up in a firm slightly lower than you because you're taking up the numbers of the only 80 entrants they take that year because you knew someone that's what the problem is the problem isn't police brutality the problem is you 
The problem is your attitude towards our society and it's your attitude towards the way we live our life. And it's your ignorance that doesn't recognize what privilege really is. It's not white privilege, it's financial and class privilege, always has been. The police act more brutally with blacks. Yes, of course, some of them are inherently racist, but there also is, as I said much higher crime stats amongst the black community due to those reasons. It's like the way if the police came to raid my gaff tomorrow, they wouldn't barge in the door. They'd kind of verbally say really insulting things and want me to bite back, but they wouldn't slam me up against a wall. If they raided a gaff and tala tomorrow and there was a Garev Mahaga to the frontline workers' tricolour hanging out the front window, they'd go in there with a fucking barge pole. We all know that. And those guys from Tala aren't black. They're white as Avonmore milk. But that's what they do, guys. So please, please align your brains in the right place and spare us all your ignorance and your misguided martyrism. And also, while you're at it, go and fuck yourself. I mean that because you might not think it's upsetting and that you're heroes. You're not. You're taking away critical thought from our generation. And critical thought is all that us as humans ever had. Because guys, you know you only have one life. You don't have ten of them. And you actually own everything. You see the world out of the prism of your eyes. You experience things via the limitations of your own human mind. You own everything. That's the true human belief. Every time I've gone to Old Trafford, in a way, I own that. Because without my eyes and my brain, I don't see Scholes' goal against Barcelona. So, of course, Paul Scholes owns it. He scored the goal. United won the game 1-0 and everyone celebrated. But the experience, I would never have known that, not only not have seen it, I wouldn't even know there's football, a Champions League or anything if I didn't exist and my eyes and brain and ears and touch weren't there. So you actually own everything and you do own your own life. You do own your own life. Yeah. Other people's opinions of you, you don't own them. Mm. It's not relevant. They own their opinions. That's their viewpoint. It's actually nothing got to do with you. If they died tomorrow, you'd actually be like, shit, what a waste of my anxiety that was. You only own your experience in the world. Nothing exists without your eyes, brain, and touch. If you go to New York City tomorrow, you own New York City. Yeah. According to you. Yeah, well, you you're own seeing it. it in your you eyes own the human experience. Only. If you watch a movie or you listen to a song, you own that. You didn't write it, but you own it because your ears are the only one that experienced matters. it. It's yeah. all about you. So please try your best to think about things in a way that is not about social inclusion. And of course, there's a huge problem with the black community and the working class. We all know that. So don't even try and attempt no, it's not to a, twist no. these words. Martin's Markets. How you doing? Uh, uh, can I just say, though, as well, yeah, while I'm no, here, and, and this is something I'm also passionate about, this guy shouldn't be backed. No. No, hold on for Well, a no, second. I think If you listen be, to this show I... and you're doing this out of just blind loyalty to the character, he's now lower than an odd. He's at 46%. Yeah. He's had around 12 Martin's Markets. It isn't winning. He wins, loses, then might lose twice. He's below 50-50. You cannot have a gambling segment on a no. podcast if the guy is doing worse than the odds. Yeah, he's we're demanding. Gonna get there. No, Joey we're gonna get got cancelled because people didn't get it. It wasn't winning. It made no sense. Yeah. This segment doesn't make sense. You're not winning. Okay, we're going to get there, no, though. We serious. haven't had enough weeks. We there. haven't had enough no, uh, so what's next? sample size. To but listen, you just draw. Play. You just draw next week. You're back to 50-50. Then if you win, it's 50 back to 50-50. Demand, if you look at the Friday the Four, it was never in the red once. And it's coming back, by the way, the Friday yeah, Four, when sport yeah. reopens. But the, the beauty of the show was never in the red. I like Martin's Markets. I think it's great, and I want it to take yeah, off. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I do provide opposition to the bets, nearly sometimes wanting to be proved wrong to add to your kind of cult following. But what I will say is, I think 
they're fucking lazy yeah, about no, their selections. I think they're bullshit. Okay. Wolfsburg, it shouldn't happen. If I hear a selection now that I don't like, I'm actually going to actively tell them not to back it. Right. You're below the 50-50 threshold. You may as well just flip a coin when you wake up on Saturday morning and say, will I or will I not take the over-under in this game? It's better than following Martin's markets. Okay. Crin- Sorry, it is. North Queens and Cowboys are playing the Cronulla Sharks. Now he's talking about Australian NRL. NRL. Name yeah. five teams in the league. Uh, five teams. Well, obviously the two that I just named. Uh, Who are they? <laughs> North Queensland Cowboys, Cronulla Sharks, Gold Coast Titans, um, Sydney Rabbitohs, and ooh, uh, another so here Parramatta we are. Eels. Could we back them earlier? If anyone remembers. So here we are. The guy is struggling yeah. to not name five players, five pieces of history that have occurred in the sport. He's struggling to name five teams. I've, I've had a look Imagine. at the if somebody had a gambling segment <laughs> on a podcast and yeah. didn't know five NFL or Premier League teams, yeah, well, like, guys, you're wasting your time. The world's slim at the moment. Slim picking. It's not about slim. We're you're below, though. You know what's harder? Uh, you know what's harder to be at your ratio than it would be to be higher? Yeah. According to probability, you should be 2% higher. Yeah. Yeah. Than you because currently you are, you so claim you're trying to, know. to lose. Yeah. It would make sense this segment if you were trying to lose. It's a disgrace, man. I know you think that people find it funny because they message you when they win. You know when uh, Eintracht Frankfurt scored and all. There was a lot of sad faces. Yeah, there. No, of course. What happened I to Wolf- Wolfsburg? Lost and all. I was annoyed. Yeah. Didn't even draw. Yeah, but you should have seen Eintracht. But people get annoyed. Like, people yeah. don't like. It's not about the money. People don't like losing. Yeah, no. Of and they don't course. like losing off another man's advice. You're causing people to lose. Yeah, I'm giving you feeling the emotions of defeat. Yeah, I know. I feel that too. Thing to bring to people's weekend. Yeah, I know. Don't want to feel like a loser for half an hour. Wake you want to you want to lose? Yeah. Well, wake up on Saturday morning nine thirty and get yourself on the North Queens and Cowboys minus two against the Sharks. I'm not going to go on about it. T- first of all, uh, you're wrapping it because <laughs> you're trying to make up for the fact that you don't actually really know the names of the teams. I do. You're saying this North Queens and Cowboys. <laughs> what are you saying? North there? Queensland Cowboys. North Queensland Cowboys yeah. against uh, Cronulla Sharks. Cronulla Sharks. And what's the bet? Minus two. That North Queensland Cowboys. Minus so two. So the North. Queensland Cowboys, Cowboys to win by more than two yes. points. Yeah. Where's the game? North Queensland. What time's it on? 9.35 a.m. Saturday asking morning. people to wake up. No, don't wake up. Be in bed. Wake up to so a good you're result. asking them to instant result their best Well, no, wake up if Why you want, but get your Saturday no, off to I'm a good I'm now fully anti-markets. Markets. Yeah, I'm well, completely against it. Give me it. one more week, and if it doesn't come true this week, back, start backing the opposite. Think about backing the opposite, but this week it's coming in. Get by, get on it. North Queensland Cowboys minus two. Cronulla Sharks have a lot of injuries. It's like affairs going on in their camp and shit. How do you know? I've, re- I've read up on it. I've, uh, I do my research on markets. But what? Not, where would you get that information? How would the affair take place? I don't know. There's affairs. There's like player was done for performance had some drugs last week. There's all sorts of shit going on in camp. Accusation to the last one. <laughs> You're just describing f- f- fucking dream team. Well, there's all sorts of shit going on in their camp. I think it's lazy once again. North I think Queensland, it's a, uh, Cowboys minus a shot. Yeah, if it wins, I think it's just luck, and I think you'd have to back it up for like two or three weeks of winning. I think. It's and I think it'll come. I think it'll you come. can't got unlucky last week. Why do you Wolfsburg? still want the segment? I because uh, I because I believe myself. Because I think How? these people will be finally rewarded when the sample size is big no, enough. No, no, believe yourself. Believe yourself till the cows come home. But in terms of gambling tips, How I think do they'll you? be rewarded. How do you though? I think they'll be rewarded. I'm watching I'm watching a couple of weeks and see how we're doing then. I think we've had a couple of tough weeks. But you know, in order for this to have been justified, you would have need to you, like, you need to at least have like one weekend where you're, you're like sixty two percent. Yeah. You're telling me there's gonna be like six weekends in a row at some stage of winning here. This is it. This is the start of it. This is the start of it. North Queensland Cowboys. Minus two. If you lose. Yeah. Start ranking the opposite. No, but if you lose. Yeah. You do 
a 10 minute phone conversation with Sahara Knight okay. on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. They'll do that. And you just, have to, just and, I, and, and, yeah, and I don't speak. You <laughs> ring Sahara Knight, you ask her how she's been coping, what are porn stars up to during quarantine, what methods do okay, they do yeah. to stay in tune with being a porn star, basically, and what you're doing sexually. Real yeah. weird. But you're not there, experience. and there's nothing I'm to there. back me up. I'm there. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm not involved in the audio. If this bet loses, if North Queensland Cowboys, because you owe that to the listeners now, you can't yeah. be under 50 and, and not, not have some kind of... If this loses, you ring Zahara and I, you do a 10-minute interview at the end of next week's show. Yeah, All right, Grant. that's fair enough. Before we do go, many of you entered the draw for one of the most fascinating pieces of sporting memorabilia currently being given out in, in Ireland, basically. And we are fairly drawing it. What we have done is... We have numbered all of the entrants, and my buddy Pat Martin now is going to pull out the winning number of the person who was taking home the Cole-signed treble jersey. That is Mr. Andy Cole, and please do frame it, and please do send us the framing, and yeah. please make a big deal. Get your family around and all, because let's be honest here. <laughs> it's a great It's prize. going to be one of the biggest moments in the history of your family. Yeah, it's a great prize. Pat so. Martin, let's get the draw out. You, you give me the number, and I'll read the names associated to here on the right. Number 22. Number 22. And the winner of the Andy Cole signed jersey, Paddy Brickell. Paddy Brickell. Shares of joy. Well done, Paddy. Mr. Paddy Brickell, congratulations. You are now the owner Perfect. of a treble jersey signed by the one, the only, Mr. Andy Cole. It's a pretty big deal. Have a good weekend with that. Celebrate it. Tell people about it and uh, get in touch with us. Send us your address and we will sort that out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Late Show. Don't be afraid to leave a review on iTunes or maybe share it to some people that you might think need a wake-up call. Am mm. I show. It's been now many years, my oh, boy. Your milk started. You still don't know my chairs of joy. No need to go, just take it slow. And have you heard the Michael Anthony show? Makes me see the light. What about those tears? Believe my eyes. How's it make a fair? Makes me feel.